Lesson 4 Journey Through the Spirit Spheres October 22, 2020 May God convey His love into your hearts and souls, beloveds. I come once again, your brother and friend, Jesus, to continue with our discourse on the ways of the spiritual life and the soul. I am pleased that there are many who join you in prayer from around the world. Those with a pure heart and a desire to support our venture to bring truth to humanity. So we will continue in this great effort and desire to uphold and uplift the children of this weary world that continues to struggle. So many are lost, so many continue to hide away from their true selves. This is such a tragedy, for so many of the possibilities and potentials of life are lost when one does not understand nor realize who they truly are and what is truly within them. So their struggles continue, and the world continues to struggle. I have spoken of the pain, the distortions, the anger, the fear, the judgments, and all of those human conditions which continue to proliferate in the world and make life difficult for all including you who continue to push back the darkness in prayer and desire to be in harmony with God and God's laws of love. My discourse today will be concerning those who pass on to the realms of spirit and how often this transition is difficult and requires great adjustment, for as I have said, many in your world hide away from their true selves and do not acknowledge their inner workings, thoughts, desires, and compulsions. Rather, they abide upon the surface of their conscious mind and seek to gratify those obvious desires and impulses that may lead to the gratification of the flesh, the gratification of a desire for power, for prestige, for acknowledgement, and love. So it has been in the human spirit for eons of time as the baser human intentions and desires continue to rule the journey of human life upon this earth. When one enters into the world of spirit, what constitutes a human life is changed radically with the conditions of spirit life. Lacking a body that is of the flesh and all of its effects and desires upon the consciousness of the individual changes the landscape dramatically, the priorities of life are changed considerably. The desires of the spirit are very different from the desires of the flesh. Though the mind retains its personality and composition, the environment in which it resides in the spirit world is quite different in its demands and its makeup. So the individual must adjust accordingly. What becomes obvious to the individual at the time of transition is that their emotions and thoughts, their impulses and desires are very evident and no longer hidden or partially conscious. Actions resulting in this transparent form of consciousness are obvious and at times extreme. For the emotions of the individual, their intentions and thoughts become intense and clear and exposed in all that they reflect. This often is shocking to those who pass over. There is a sense of vulnerability, even nakedness, of who that individual is, which has for them been somewhat hidden in the material life. So the true individual, at least within their mindful consciousness, 
emotional makeup, and thoughtful ideas becomes a very real and living part of them. A great benefit to so many spirits who transition without any knowledge of the spiritual world and laws that pertain to it is that they receive the assistance and benefit of those brighter spirits who help them to adjust and bring them along in their understanding of the ways of this new world. Unfortunately, many who transition do so with ignorance and a deep lack of understanding of the nature of this new world. They have been so engaged in the material pursuits that delving into and understanding the possibilities and outcomes that pertain to their spiritual life and spiritual future are largely ignored. Though there is the saying that ignorance is bliss, in this regard, ignorance is indeed not bliss. Rather, this ignorance ensures that the individual often comes into a plane that is not altogether of light and joy. It reflects this ignorance, and most of all reflects the lack of development of the soul. The soul of many upon your world remains stagnant, unknown, unacknowledged, and unloved. In the world of spirit, such inability to know of one's spiritual journey upon the earth and such neglect of the soul becomes very evident, for there is nowhere to hide in order to cover one's true spiritual condition. Rather, these things become obvious, a reflection of the individual's true spiritual state. The laws pertaining to the condition and environment in which the spirit must pass into are consistent. Indeed, the spirit must obey the functioning of these laws so that the spirit will be drawn to a condition, a place that is most suited for him or her. It is often bewildering for that individual, for many have engaged in a religious life that tells them that if they have certain beliefs and faith, they will indeed transition into great light and joy. But these beliefs and ideas are not sufficient to convey the individual into great light and a spiritual place that is their assumed reward for their efforts. This is often very disillusioning to the dear spirit who has dedicated their lives to certain beliefs and ideas that are often of error. True spiritual growth comes with a simple yet profound relationship with God, not through the intermediaries of those who assume they are the leaders and teachers of spirituality, but in truth are not, but rather one's own individual relationship with God. This is not a difficult thing to attain, for within each individual is the capacity to know God, to have an understanding, an experience that allows them to be with God. These capacities remain within the soul. The soul is the great communicator with God. Once one discovers the existence of the soul within them in a way that is conscious and acknowledged and nurtured, and faith comes as a result of it, then the journey towards God begins. Often those who transition into the spirit world take many, many years to discover this truth, for once they are engaged in whatever plane they exist within, they become affixed to this condition, thinking and believing that this is their lot in life, their new life, and have a great deal of trouble understanding what is necessary to move on to greater light. Spiritual progress will eventually come, and for some it comes quickly, but for many it is a long journey. It requires much adjustment, 
It requires a great deal of acknowledgement of the inner thoughts and memories that have brought that individual to a certain spiritual condition that is not of light, but often a measure of darkness. Acknowledging of these conditions and these actions that have been expressed upon the earth plane that is not of light requires a great deal of effort, especially from those who are of a darker sphere, in order to overcome and work their way towards purity, resolution, and healing of their inner selves. Though the lower planes of spirit are not identical to the earth plane, there are many similar characteristics. The individual finds themselves content with living a familiar life in these planes, yet they must acknowledge that their thoughts and emotions, their inner spiritual condition, is no longer hidden. This knowledge is difficult for these spirits to come into harmony through their efforts to find a resolution to whatever actions and conditions that have been created in their earthly life and at times continue to be created in their spiritual life. So these darkened planes that are filled with many millions of spirits continue to be reinforced in their energetic conditions, thought conditions, by the many spirits who, like in the earth plane, have continued to think in the same way and act in the same way. Many are stuck within these patterns and many find it difficult to move beyond them. Yet there are many spirits, bright spirits, who are willing to assist them and show them the way beyond the dilemmas of spiritual error and soul stagnation. This work is a constant effort on behalf of many spirits on many planes of existence, helping those in the lower planes to find restitution and healing and harmony within themselves. In time, they are able to come to a place that they often think of as heavenly, yet this is still within the lower spheres of spirit. In the upper second spheres and into the third, there is a great light and often great joy, but still the human condition persists to some degree, and the struggle continues to find light and purity. This is the lot of the spirit world. Continuous struggle, continuous effort, continuous thought towards resolution and self-acceptance and love. As one progresses into the higher spheres, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, there is a refinement of the soul and the mind in light. There is greater harmony as one progresses upward through these spheres and subspheres. Once the individual has broken loose of their old patterns and conditions created in their earthly life, there is a great sense of freedom, of opening to these new realms and new ways of being that are much lighter and more joyful. Also the individual comes to know much in the way of knowledge and of the workings of the universe, so that their journey truly begins and is accelerated by what is learned and understood in these spiritual realms, full of many experiences and many teachings. Those who find the third sphere and engage in the activities therein are often compelled to seek to awaken their souls in this sphere, as there is a great spirituality and inclination towards God. It is the sphere that does not emphasize the development of the mind and the intellect as much as it does the development of the soul. Many who enter into this sphere and find it appealing to what they desire and wish to be in their being gravitate 
toward the truth of divine love. For this becomes the great portal of truth, a great avenue towards light and joy. Many become committed to walk the divine path, towards that onement with God, and to receive the great gift of divine love. Yet each must pass through this sphere in order to enter within the next sphere, which is, of course, the fourth sphere. Those who are more intellectually inclined and are not so interested in the workings of the soul will strive towards the fourth sphere, which is much more to their liking and will bring to them much intellectual knowledge through those who work there and work towards perfecting their knowledge of the universe. Many gifts are developed in this sphere, gifts that have been dormant but become awakened, such as gifts of healing. Love is, shall I say, the natural love, is very pure in this sphere. There is a great acknowledgement and recognition of each individual in this sphere, and an impetus to develop each individual's traits, capacities, and gifts. Creativity is expressed in beautiful ways in this sphere. Yet for those who have the inclination to develop the soul, traveling through this sphere often is a quick journey. For within the fifth sphere, the soul once again becomes a thing of great focus and development. One comes to know the faculties of the soul, the many potentials of the soul, yet often undeveloped, but can indeed be developed within this sphere. This journey remains a journey of the human type, one has not been transformed completely by the divine love, but one comes to know themselves, their souls, deeply, and to know God in ways and avenues that are profound and profoundly joyful. It is the sphere of joy, a sphere of great accomplishment, even of intellectual understanding and accomplishment, for each sphere is progressive. Each sphere offers its possibilities and opportunities for human growth and development. The ultimate destination for those individuals who wish to develop and to be purified in the natural love and all that is within them that God has given to them and endowed upon them is the sixth sphere. All of their potentials and gifts that are of the natural order of man have come to fruition and will come to fruition within this sphere. It is the sphere of great light and great beauty. It is the sphere of great knowledge and great spiritual power. But again, for those who seek to develop their souls, this is not a sphere that resonates with this pursuit. Though there are many things to experience within the sixth, it does not gratify the longing of the soul for God. This longing brings them into the seventh sphere, which is often called the doorway to heaven. In this sphere, all things that are of the human qualities, the vestiges of a soul which began in earthly life and experienced many experiences, both of the earthly life and the spirit life, and has engaged their minds and their souls to experience these things, now come to a place where it is time to release the cloak of the human condition and natural man. They don the garb of a celestial angel, releasing those things that are not compatible with the divine love which has been accumulating and expanding within the soul of the individual as they have journeyed forth. At this point, 
the power of the divine love within their souls is so great that all conditions that are not in harmony with this love and has fallen away gradually over a period of time will now be completely expunged from the soul through prayer and communing with God. This complete healing and purification of the soul, as well as the blending of the material mind, which becomes the mind of the spirit and the mind of the soul, is complete. The individual is ready to step into the celestial kingdom, for without this complete purification and transformation of the soul, no one can enter into the celestial kingdom. It requires this last transitional and transformational time where the true flowering of the soul takes place, and all else is consumed by the power of the transformed soul. The great change that happens is difficult to understand by those souls who have not acquired the blessing of divine love to such a degree that they are indeed changed profoundly. Without the experience of the soul awakened, therefore coming to know the deep longing of the soul, coming to acknowledge it and coming to God in deep humility, the individual merely walks a path towards purification and ultimately to reside within the sixth sphere, the heaven of the natural man. Though this place has great beauty and many things to bring joy to the individual, it does not hold a candle to the celestial heavens, the light of the celestial heavens, the beauty of the celestial heavens, the joy of each individual soul that enters therein. Yet, as from the beginning, the will of man is great and desires that which is fulfilling to the mind, the ego, the natural tendencies and capacities of the individual. Though purified and in harmony, the inclinations of the soul continue to be ignored and unacknowledged by those who walk within the beautiful sphere of the natural man. Not all spirits will enter into the celestial kingdom, as this is not their destiny, and God gives each one the choice. Though through their experiences in life, they may hear of this gift and this choice, and it is not mandatory for them to accept it, nor to walk this road towards atonement with God. There are many who seek at one month with man and all the potentials that God has given each individual that is of the natural order. God gave humanity the possibility of at one month with him, but humanity will not find at one month unless they follow what is required for such a thing to be truth and in a reality in their lives. There are many souls who feel, even when on earth, a deep longing for God and often find the rewards for this longing even when they first transition into the world of spirit. For they, through this longing and through receiving the gift of the divine love, the essence of God within their souls, find that a great light burns within them. They are often surprised as to how beautiful that light is. A light that often is repressed in this material plane of yours. A light that is not acknowledged a light that burns but is muffled by the human condition. Yet, because the true nature of the individual is revealed upon their passing into the spirit world, this light becomes evident when the individual comes to understand the benefits and blessings that have come through their dedications and faith in reaching towards God. They may not know of the divine love in the words of which I speak, 
but within their hearts they know it well. Within them they long for this and pray for God to be close. In this sincere prayer, God is certainly close and gives them great blessings. The soul becomes open because the heart is open to God, and so His love flows within. Each individual takes a journey towards either a purification and realization of their natural potentials, or that which brings at one moment to God an eventual habitation in the celestial kingdom. These journeys are individual and are not identical in any way with any other individual. Rather, it is a unique journey, a journey that may take a very long time to find its fruition, or a short time, depending upon the efforts of the individual. I urge you to focus on your souls in prayer and dedication to God. This will ensure that you may bypass journeys within the lower spheres of spirit that will ensure continued struggles and learning, rather to be in harmony with God, to seek out the truth, the laws of God's love, to seek to live this with every breath, to seek out God as the one great goal of your life. In this way, the beautiful realms of the spirit world will be open to you, and much in the way of experiences of joyful revelations, of being with many of like mind, and of great light within these spheres will come and be open to you upon your transition. It is important that you put a great effort as you walk this earth plane, for what you do here has a great bearing upon your position within the spirit world upon transition. To live a good life, to be a loving individual, to seek to open your soul to God, to be of service, to allow God to guide you in life, all of these great things will bring to you great rewards in the world of spirit. I thank you for listening to my discourse today. I know that these things are known and have been taught before, but for the purpose of this discourse and teaching, I wish to include a synopsis of the journey through spirit as part of the understanding of spiritual matters. I thank you for listening to me, for taking this time to be in this rapport and communication. My love is with you all. I am your brother and friend. I am Jesus, master of the celestial kingdom, and I walk with those of you who seek the light of God's love. God bless you and keep you in his tender care. My love is with you. God bless you.